Welcome to the Antinu Energy Transition Podcast. Hi, my name is Julius. I'm an energy transition researcher at Antinu, the Norwegian University of Science and Technology. Let me tell you a little story about climate change. In 1856, a scientist named Eunice Foot conducted an experiment. She filled a tube of regular air and another with carbon dioxide. She put thermometers into them and placed them into the sun. The tube with carbon dioxide got a lot hotter and stayed hotter longer. She published her results and she noted that an atmosphere with high levels of carbon dioxide would give to our Earth a high temperature. That was in 1856. In the next 100 years, research continued. And in 1965, so roughly 100 years after this, these first analyses from Eunice Foot, researchers actually started to feel more confident with their analysis, and they also started to worry a lot, which led them to formally warn the US president, who was back in the day, Lyndon B. Johnson. Another decade later, Exxon's own scientists were starting to make grim prediction. Exxon was and is still one of the largest fossil fuel Uh, exploitation companies on the planet and still sell them at scale. And even the scientists working for that company were starting to make these grim predictions. By 1988, climate change was front page in the news. Research continued, and 20 years later, by 1988, climate change was front page in the news, for example, at the New York Times. Now, It is the end of 2021. It has been 170 years since the first analysis from Eunice Foot. We're now at an average temperature increase of 1.2 degrees globally on average. While the stable temperature period that the planet experienced over the last 12 years was called the Holocene, we've now entered a new time period. A period that is called the Anthropocene. Some of you probably know Anthro means human, hence We now live for the first time ever in a period in which humans are the main sources of change on the planet. As an example, while in 1850 we emitted about 0.2 billion tons of CO2 equivalent per year just from burning fossil fuels, it is now about 35 billion tons yearly, which is about 185 times more than back in 1850. These numbers are staggering. And yes, It all sounds pretty horrible, and I'm sorry that I cannot spare that <laughs> from you. However, while we are headed towards breaking the planetary boundaries at scale, there's hope. In 1992, the UN established its Framework Convention on Climate Change. It's called UNFCCC. In 1997, the Kyoto Protocol was signed as a first framework to curb carbon emissions on a global scale. And in 2015, it was superseded by the Paris Agreement in which 193 countries agreed to limit global warming to well below 2 degrees centigrade above pre-industrial levels, and preferably limit the increase to 1.5 degrees. In line with the Paris Agreement, many countries have agreed on national goals and are implementing more and more measures. For example, the newly elected government in my home country, Germany, has recently agreed to phase out coal, not in 2038, as previously agreed, but already in 2030. So we are seeing a lot of entrepreneurs, policymakers, and single individuals to making steps into the right direction. Yet, we need to increase the pace 
if we want to preserve the ecosystems of planet Earth and give our children and their children the opportunity to live and thrive on this beautiful planet. This podcast wants to support the acceleration of the energy transition in Norway, Europe and beyond. By producing and publishing episodes on how to accelerate the energy transition, I want to create a knowledge hub that you as listeners can take advantage of in your professional roles, but also in your day-to-day -day life. We will look at technologies, policies and startups, but I will also make sure that we also put humans center stage. Because even though the energy transition is often framed as a technological challenge, I strongly believe that it is at the core a societal challenge. And that we also need to make sure that the energy transition does not increase other challenges, for example, the divide between rich and poor and increased biodiversity losses that we are already seeing in the last years. The challenges are big, but burying the head into the sand does not help. We can still install sufficient renewable energy capacity and phase out fossil fuels and change industrial processes fast enough in order to keep global warming well below 2 degrees. However, there's no time to lose. So I invite you to get into the game. Let's get it started. I think that the best thing against depression and to be hopeful is to get action done and to connect with others who contribute to the same cause. For that reason, my producer Martin and I set up a Discord server where we invite you to join and to engage with us and with the other listeners of the podcast, to exchange ideas, to learn from each other and to motivate each other. You will find the link in the show notes and I hope to see you there. Apart from that, please feel also invited to reach out to us through Twitter, LinkedIn, or just shoot us a regular email to energytransition at antenu.no. Have a great day. Hope to hear from you soon. Bye.